take uh, where I will be asking Tim questions from you guys, the audience. Uh, let's get right into it. How to make the business case for CLM and how to get stakeholders on board. You have to convince people that the end state is better than what you're currently doing. When you think about the business case for CLM, I think about it in a couple of different ways. Number one, I think quality CLM provides transparency to the business as to the status of of the request that the business has put into the legal team. Number two, for the attorneys doing the work, it provides some clarity and structure for how we're prioritizing the organization of delivery of legal services to the, to the rest of the business. And for the person managing the attorneys who are doing the work, it provides the ability to quantify the work that those attorneys are doing in a very meaningful way. You think about an, env an environment where you're, you're the CLO or even the VP and you're sitting around with all of your colleagues who are at that same level and you look at the marketing team, you look at the product team, you look at the revenue and sales orgs, you look at uh, you look at the finance team. Everybody is coming to that meeting with data. Say, this is how I'm contributing to the organization. This is the effectiveness of, of my, my particular team or department um, with regard to propelling the business forward. The legal team oftentimes just has anecdotal, anecdotal, um, you know, feedback. But it's really impactful to be able to come in and say, "Yeah, the the legal team saw you know 900 agreements in the last month and 1,400 revisions of those agreements, and our average turnaround time was you know 0.67 days, and um, you know uh, that that ended up in you know however many millions of dollars in new business." Right. Like that's a much more meaningful conversation for for the legal leadership to bring to that meeting. Being if, if you're able to sell each of those benefits to, you know, whether it's the business team and that increased visibility, the attorneys and setting the expectation for how we're to deliver legal services to the organization or, you know, the, the legal leadership on uh, quantifying the work that the team is doing. As long as everybody can agree that that's where you want to go, then it's a pretty easy sell. And this is just a tool to do it. You look at, at a lot of other uh, disciplines within the organization, they may not think that this is that important, but if it's a sales leader who may be challenging, you say, and your Salesforce shop, you're like, all right, let's have your team do what it does without using Salesforce. How do you feel about that? Mm -hmm. Right? Finance, how about you all just stop using NetSuite? Let's just get rid of NetSuite or, or, or you know, if you're on QuickBooks or whatever, but... Mm -hmm. Or if you're in HR, I tell you what, we're just going to get rid of Paylocity, right? Right. Well, legal teams historically, their tech stack is some word processing and some email. That's it. Mm -hmm. So if you all want to work like that too, fine. But if you expect us to operate at the level that you're operating and be able to provide these things in that way, then I think we need some tools to be able to do it effectively. Thanks for listening and send in your questions to cockpitcouncil at linksquares.com.